did it. <laughs> <laughs> We've done it again. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the JNM podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, and anything in between. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. And if you're coming back, welcome back. Hope you're doing well. Before I get to any details, I would like to welcome back my guests, former boss, former roommate, forever friend, <laughs> at least. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so are you ready? Are you ready for this amazing film? <laughs> I am so ready. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I say that about a lot of movies, but like truly. Grew up yeah. with it. Watch it at least once a year, if not multiple times. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys don't know or haven't seen the title of this episode, today we are going to be continuing with our niche film series with the 1993 fantasy comedy Hocus Pocus. Yeah! <laughs> Uh, the movie is directed by Kenny Ortega and written by Mick Garris and Neil Cut Cuthbert. And the logline is a villainous comedic trio of witches are inadvertently res resurrected by a virgin teen boy. It was very specific about that. <laughs> they were. They really nailed that into the ground. <laughs> yes. In Salem, Massachusetts, not to be confused with Salem, Oregon, on Halloween night for 300 years later after their deaths, as the witches try to find the children to feed off of their youth, the boys seek help from his younger sister, his crush, that kind of looks like Samuel Hayek, and a talking cat <laughs> to set the witches back to the graves. I received information from Wikipedia, IMDB, Insider, Mental Floss, BuzzFeed, and yes, bloody disgusting. Bloody disgusting. I remember you guys were so adamant, be like, oh, like, what bloody was the bloody disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Now, was this the part from Bloody Disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Now, was this the part from yeah. Bloody Disgusting? That was when we did Bird Box, right? Yeah. So the cast is Bette Midler. Bette Midler! <laughs> the Divine! As Winifred, a.k.a. Winnie Sanderson. You may know her, of course, from the First Wives Club, Ruthless People, Big Business, Beaches, and The Stepford Wives. These are all of my favorite Bette Midler movies. Yes. <laughs> They're so good. Next, we have Sarah Jessica Parker as Sarah Sanderson. You may know her from the Sex of the City TV show and movies. The First Wives Club yeah, as well. For a little bit. Yeah. Mars Attacks, The Family Stone, and Failure to Launch. Oh, my God. My parents love Failure to Launch. It's one of their <laughs> favorite movies. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Is it as funny as they think it is? Who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> Next, we have Kathy Najimy as Mary Sanderson. Love Kathy Najimy. <laughs> you may know her from Soap Dish, Sister Act, both one and two. Yeah. Dumplin, and The Bride of Chucky. And I think she was also in The Seed of Chucky, right? I don't know. I, I stay, I don't, you, I don't do dolls. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I have not seen a Chucky in my life. Oh, Unless we're talking about Chucky from Rugrats. <laughs> Next, we have Armory Katz as Max Dennison. You may know him from Dallas, the TV show, and General Hospital, the TV show. Which Dallas? The old one? Yes, the old one. Not the new one. Okay. Uh, it was the one where Rich was, like, still youthful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next, we have Thora Birch as Danny Dennison. You may know her from Now and Then, mm-hmm. Ghost World, The Last Black Man in San Francisco, The Pregnancy Pack. Oh, that Lifetime movie? Yes, the Lifetime movie. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and an upcoming 2022 Lifetime film, uh, the Gabby Petito story. It was the uh, one where the lady shot the wife for like the husband. It was like that's in, so like, many San- true crimes. <laughs> I know it's like it's um the Staten Island lady. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'm think I think I'm picking up which button down. And she's not only starring in it. Uh, I'm not sure if it's like one of the main characters or if it's like a side character, but she's also going to be directing. Oh, good for her. Next, we have Vanessa Shaw, aka. Oh, with an I. Yes. Not Vanessa, Vanessa. Vanessa. Yeah. (laughs) AKA Hilary Swank's uh, doppelganger. (laughs) (laughs) And she plays Allison Watts in this film. You may know her from Ladybugs, The Hills Have Eyes, and it's the film remake. I think it was like 2005 or something. 310 to Yuma, also a remake, and a little show called Ray Donovan. I think she was in it for a handful of episodes. Oh, yeah. Nice. She, she's pretty, pretty famous. <laughs> and then we also have appearances from Sean Murray as Thackeray Binks, and he's the guy from NCIS. NCIS. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we love NCIS. Man, my my family loves NCIS, and every time every time I see him, I'm like Thackeray, Thackeray Binks. Next, we also have Jason Marsden, who plays the voice of Thackeray Binks, both the feline and the human version. Doug Jones as Billy Buckerson, and Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall as Master Devil and Medusa Lady. <laughs> that was her name in the in. That's her credit. That's yes, so that was for credit. <laughs> That's so funny. That's wild. When we get there, I want to. Di- we're gonna need to dissect that. <laughs> okay. So producer David Kirshner explained that he came up with the idea for a film one night. He and his daughter were sitting outside, and his neighbor's black cat strayed by, and Kirshner invented a tale. The cat was once a boy who was changed into a cat 300 years ago by three witches. Mick Garris then took that idea and wrote the script that was later bought by Disney in 1984. The working title of the film was Disney's Halloween House with a more darker and scarier story. Yeah, Disney fucked with shit back in the day. Uh... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wow, eighty four didn't get released until ninety three. Way better title than Disney's Halloween House, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was also going to have all the protagonists be twelve years of age. 
So and so just various ages. They're all going to be one. Uh, I like that they they switched that up. Mm-hmm. Garrison Kirshner pitched the story to Steven Spielberg's Amblin Entertainment. However, Steven refused to co-produce a film with Disney, which he considers his rival. Yeah, I appreciate that. I get it. Yeah. Various rewrites were made to the script to make the film more comedic and made two of its young protagonist teenagers. The role of Winnie was originally written for <gasps> Cloris Leachman. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It would have been such a different Oh, incredibly like, tone. different. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> incredibly different. That's wild. Uh, Yes. God, I love Cloris. Mm-hmm. Yes. R.I.P. Yes. R- rest in peace. Um, I still love, like, the high anxiety with, like, the cone boobs that she was <laughs> dying. I love that she, you know what? She did get, Cloris did get her uh, her day in paradise, and she was in Double Double Toil and Trouble, that, uh, that Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> she, too, played twins. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Yeah, she plays like I think her name's like Aunt Agnes or something, and then like the evil twin of Aunt Agnes. It's great. Oh my god, it's a great. We should do that sometime too. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen any of the Mary Kate and Ashley uh, except for New York Minute. Oh, uh, that's that a good like... one. That's like way later though. We gotta yeah, do a that little was... it takes two at some point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So production was stalled several times until 1992 when Bette Midler expressed interest in the script and Project Emily went forward. Hell yeah. I think it might have been they were probably having trouble trying to get an A-lister to play a role. Yeah. Maybe that could have been That's fair. it. Midler was quoted as saying that Hocus Pocus, not Hocus Pocus. <laughs> <laughs> she put Pocus in her notes. <laughs> Uh, was the most fun she ever had in her career up to that point. Leonardo DiCaprio was originally offered the lead role of Max, but he declined to pursue what's eating Gilbert Grape. Yeah, that's a fair that's a fair reason to not do it. Gilbert <laughs> yeah. Grape's a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, you got an Os- you got an Oscar nomination yeah. for it. So <laughs> I'm like, I think I think you good made choice. a good choice. Good choice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Armory taking it, but yeah. So Armory was unwell at the time of the audition and was initially rejected for the role of Max, but I'm assuming because DiCaprio didn't accept the role, they went to him instead. Kathy Najimi was initially reluctant to play Mary, fearing fearing that she was going to offend real witches with a stereotypical portrayal. Oh, I love that. Good job, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> so she notes that she believes in white witches and spiritually forward witches who heal. Mm-hmm. And she was happy that the movie made the witches humanish and funny. And then also, side note, she she decided to create her character to where it's part bloodhound. That's why she kind of barks. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and she does that little, like, lip thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the dog at the devil's house was actually played by Kathy Najimy's real life oh, dog. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> Principal photography began on October 12th, 1992. Oh, that's, uh, I like that they waited for spoopy season. Yeah. To actually make the spoopy movie. <laughs> Yeah, I think they probably had to wait for the fall to happen to be like, okay, like, we can It's fall, y'all. Yeah. Though the film was set in Salem, Massachusetts, the majority of the scenes were shot on sound stages in Burbank, California. The daytime scenes were filmed in Salem, Massachusetts, as well as Marblehead, Massachusetts. During the two weeks of filming, they shot for principal cast. The locations include Pioneer Village, which is a recreation of early colonial Salem and was used for the opening scenes, mm -hmm. which I would understand because it kind of seemed a little too neat, like in terms of the way it was set up. Yeah. I'm like, it seems a little too neat. Yeah. Then you also have old burial hill which i believe that was the cemetery that was outside i think in the beginning okay. but then the night's scenes were more in sound stages yeah the old town hall where they shot the dancing scene yeah phillips elementary school and a private residence on Ocean Avenue, which is the house that they use for the filming. Mm -hmm. The fountain scene that was shown when the protagonists were running across the field of grass uh, was the same fountain that was used for the opening credits of Friends. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a very famous fountain now. Oh, yeah. Very famous. Production was completed in... February 10th, 1993. Sean Murray only played the human version of Banks while Jason Marsden voiced the character. Not to be confused with James. Yes. Yes. Not the Cyclops Marsden. A, a different guy. actor. Yeah, a completely different guy. He voiced both the human and cat form. And they did that because Murray's voice uh, sounded contemporary and producers thought it would be more realistic if Banks had an affected accent for the 1600s. They couldn't just tell the kid to like do it a certain way? I guess not. <laughs> or maybe they tried and maybe he just couldn't maybe. do it. Because <laughs> you could tell that they probably did record yeah. his lines. In and a then key stem! <laughs> And I can't stand him. And I can't stand him. <laughs> or when, like, she's like walking, like talking, she's like, da, 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 da. Da, 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 <laughs> You know, when, like, she's like talking yeah. away from the mic. We're talking about it singing in the rain, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker would often spend her downtime in between takes reading while suspended in the air when shooting the flying scene. I love that. Good for her. Well-read <laughs> woman. So she notes that the harness was so comfortable that she would often just kind of just sit there and read the New York Times Good until for it's her. ready. <laughs> yeah. I love okay I was about to ask was she reading fiction what what, what was her what was her guilty pleasure New York Times yeah. good to know New York Times 
<laughs> also, Parker is related to Esther Elwell, who was accused of being a witch during the Salem witch trials. Oh. Apparently, a young girl said that she saw Esther's specter strangling a neighbor. What's a specter? Is that like their, like, uh, is that the animal thing? No, that can't be right. No, I think it's like the spirit. Maybe it's like her uh, outer, Oh! You know? Oh, maybe, wink, maybe. wink. Okay. <laughs> I really need to do some research on witches. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm learning as we're going through this. <laughs> Though she was arrested, Elwell escaped going to trial. Oh. I'm not sure if she escaped the prison or just managed to avoid trial. She I'm just pulled sure. like a Ted Bundy. She jumped out of that second story window <laughs> and just kept going. Just like fast walk. Yeah. <laughs> the film's choreographer, Peggy Holmes, uh, said each of the witches flew their brooms in character. So, Winifred is in charge and more aggressive than the other two, causing her to always lead the way. Yeah, always in the middle. Mm -hmm. Sarah loves to fly and always lifts her broom as if she can't wait to get up in the air. Yep. And Mary is more cautious, like a good driver. <laughs> <laughs> She's got that insurance. Mm -hmm. Also, the costume designer tailored their outfits resembling the characters' personalities. So Sarah's dress was inspired by Sleeping Beauty. Oh, I see that. SJP is also just very, like, leaf and can easily pull that off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's, like, she had, like, a very tiny waist. And she kind of had, like, I don't know if it was more of, like, an inverted triangle where she... Because I know her shoulders are wider than her waist. Yeah. But I don't know if her hips were the same length as her shoulders. Yeah, well, that's covered by the dress. So who yeah. knows? But yeah, she's like, she's got, I don't know. I mean, she was wearing that corset. The corset wasn't wearing her. That's for sure. No. <laughs> Mary's resembled a baker's uniform. It really did. I have always thought that. And I didn't know that that was a thing. <laughs> And then with Winifred, the director actually talked to Bette uh, Midler herself before talking to the costume designer. And she, Midler noted, well, of course, I'm not going to wear a black dress. Hell yeah, Bette. <laughs> so that's why she has uh, more of a green dress and I think like glitter. I like that they each have their own colors too. Like she's oh, yeah. green mary's red and sjp is uh well i feel like i have to call her sjp because even her character is also named sarah yeah <laughs> uh and sjp is purple due to the length of the film and a variety of tricks banks had to perform several cats were used on the set oh that's not shocking no the crew choose the cat um to feature in each scene based on their skills and personality. For the scenes where the protagonist uh, meets Binks at the witch's house, Binks surprises Max by jumping on him and having Max fall to the ground. So to achieve the scene, one trainer released the cat while the second trainer called the cat by way of a buzzer hidden in the actor's clothing. Uh -huh. Also, there were some scenes where they used animatronics to be used, and I think it was like the talking parts. Yeah, like, oh yeah, you said that, okay, <clears throat> yep. 
Yeah. And fun fact, the animatronics were used for the Salem for Salem on Sabrina and the Teenage Witch. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. <laughs> that they're the exact same cat. <laughs> yeah. Doug Jones, who played Billy Butcherson, had real moths for his in his mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> Abs- that's d- bloody disgusting. That's <laughs> You are correct, and you win the grand prize. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so in bloody disgusting makeup and special effects designer Tony Gardner said that Doug wore a mouth rig which was a latex pocket attached to dentures that would block off uh, Jones's throat. Oh, okay. I still yeah. don't like it. It basically no. <laughs> it sounds like it's basically a dental dam inside the mouth. Yes. Nope. Yeah. No, you're still there. It's, how, are you, how are you breathing? I guess through your nose, but still. <laughs> Mouths, once like they put the rig in, the moths were then placed in the mouth Mm-mm. with a representative from the Humane Society supervising this situation. <laughs> oh my God. And then uh, during the moment of the opening of the mouth, mm-hmm. the scene would have to hold while the prosthetic team would rush in to remove the glue in Duck's mouth. And I think also to kind of like release the little like prosthetics on his mouth and also, this was pre-CGI, so there was no other option at this point. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's... I didn't even think about that. That's what... So, th- we're talking... This is, like, specifically the part after his his stitches are cut and he, like, opens his mouth for the first time, right? And mm-hmm. then, okay, wild. That's it. Yes. The film was released on July 16th, 1993. The film received mixed reviews from critics at the time of the release. Well, critics can suck it. It's a fucking great movie. It was not a critical nor commercial success upon its release, and for the commercial success, they mainly argued about the release dates because they released it in the summer, and also a time what? when... They released it yeah. in the... Oh yeah, July... What the fuck? That's on Disney. Yeah. And then they also released it at a time where either kids were like doing other things or they were like still going to school if they were in that track yeah kind of like one of those like quarter yeah track yeah. things so this caused disney to lose 16.5 million dollars well, that's their fault <laughs> yeah. that's not the movie's fault it's a fucking cult classic they made a second one 30 years later I think we're doing okay. (laughs) However, due to the annual airings uh, on Disney Channel and Freeform, which I did not know was originally ABC Family. I thought that they just... Yeah, they made a big deal about changing it. And now I still call it ABC Family. I forget that Freeform... I'm like, ABC... Or the... What is it called now? And everybody's like, Freeform? And I'm like, yeah. That thing that happened when you were 12... Because <laughs> I work with a bunch of college kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel so old. Yeah, because I thought, I didn't realize that that was, that they made that change. I just started seeing Freeform. So I was like, oh, okay. All right. I thought it was like something that was originally an independent, like, pro- like company. And then Disney bought it. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that they just changed the name. Yeah, no. That's it. 
nothing changed. Still airing the same shit the very next day after it after it changed. It was like, hey, we're ABC Family and uh, we're gonna play Gilmore Girls at three. And then, you know, something else, uh, something else that I watched all the time at four. And, uh, and then the next day it was Freeform and they played Gilmore Girls at, free, at three and the other thing at four. And I was like, okay, sounds good. As a result of like the syndication and like re-releases, uh, the film was rediscovered by audiences resulting in a yearly spike in home video sales every Halloween, yep. causing the film to become a cult classic. Yes, it is. In 2018, a special called Hocus Pocus 25th Anniversary Halloween Bash was filmed at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. I did not know that. and I, I was watched a, it. I was, a, I was pissed. I was like, I missed that. <laughs> I watched it. It was cute. It was just like a little concert. And it featured cast including Midler, Parker, and Najimi. Yeah, it did. It was cute. Just so you guys know, we are also going to do the sequel. So, no no notes on that yet. (laughs) But spoiler alert, we're going to tell you everything. We're going to tell you everything. (laughs) Have you watched it yet? Watched it last night. The premiere had to be a part of it. Because here's the thing. You said... The film was rediscovered by audiences. It never left this girl. I had it on VHS. I have it on DVD. And I own it on Amazon. I fucking love this movie. <laughs> I can quote it frontwards and backwards. Yes. Yes. <laughs> we still have our VHS back home. Sorry, I just remembered that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we still have a bunch of our VHSs and... Hocus Pocus is one of them. Aren't VHSs, like, very valuable now, or...? I could not imagine that that is the case. I feel like it's the opposite. Okay. <laughs> no, because I didn't know if it was, like, kind of, like, vinyl that everyone's like, oh, let's go back. I okay, doubt it. That, if it that is, was like... <laughs> I would be shook. <laughs> shook. Yeah, right? <laughs> In terms of the summary, it starts with... a shot of this book called Hocus Pocus before it comes to life and opens. And then we are taken to October 13th, 1693 at Salem, Massachusetts where a person in a cloak flows over the town. Mm-hmm. It then cuts to a boy, Thackeray Binks, sleeping before a hooded figure runs by his window. He suddenly wakes up and notices his, sis- his sister, Emily, Emily! is missing. <laughs> Emily! Emily! <laughs> Emily! <laughs> he calls out her name Emily! and asks if... <laughs> and asks a friend about Emily! Emily! <laughs> Before uh, spotting a pink smoke in the woods, they run to the edge of town and see Emily running with three hooded figures. Binks' friend notes that her life is already done, but Binks doesn't believe so and order his friend to notify Binks' father and the elders of town while he follows Emily. After falling down a hill, uh, he miraculously lands near a cottage and watches Emily run inside the house. Uh, he looks through one of the windows and makes eye contact with Emily while the three people kind of surround her. Binks makes a noise, causing the Sanderson sister, Winifred, Sarah, and Mary to turn and spot him. He leaves the window. 
That's Mary. (laughs) (laughs) He leaves the window and hides while Winnie looks out the same window while Mary and Sarah step outside. And Winnie takes a whiff of air and states, Oh, look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick. (laughs) (laughs) I love that line. Because she kind of growls. And then, yeah. Oh, look, another glorious morning. Makes me sick. (laughs) Being snowed to be found, the sisters go back inside and start the process of the potion and procedure. She wakes up a book that has like an eye in the front of the cover mm-hmm. and she kind of like wakes it up almost like kind of like a little puppy yeah it's, like, oh, it's wakey, her wakey. little pet it's her little baby <laughs> she opens the book and reads the ingredients for the life potion and she orders mary and sarah to gather the ingredients including asking sarah to get the fresh dead man's toe dead man's toe <laughs> dead man's toe dead <laughs> man's toe <laughs> While Winnie reads the book, Binks climbs up to the second floor and watches from a loft area. And side note, he is sweating profusely. He is. Oh my god. He booked it, he fell down, and now he's in a witch's house. Yeah, but I mean, maybe like at this time, his heart would have like slowed down in his body. You've made a fair point. Kind of looked like they were just spraying him with water every 50 seconds. Uh (laughs) He's like... (sighs) You must look like you just got out of a swimming pool, sir. Mary then sniffs the air and notifies Witty that she could smell a child. But then Witty argues that the child is already there and it's Emily. Yeah. All right, Winnie, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The way that Najimi talks in this movie is the funniest shit. It's comedic <laughs> genius. Keep going. Once Winnie finishes the potion, she knows one drop of this and her life will be mine. I mean, ours. <laughs> <laughs> so then she takes this big-ass spoonful of the potion and tries to give it to Emily. However, Banks stops them, and Winnie orders Mary and Sarah to get him. Yeah. And he he gets away from the two sisters and pushes the cauldron a bit, causing some of the potions to spill. And then he tries to run to Emily, but then gets shot by Winnie. And it's kind of like in three folds. Like, first is a big one, then it's just like a medium one, and then the last one is like a little boop. Yeah. <laughs> because it kind of does like a dramatic fall. Like he's like, ugh. Yeah. Like he's like on his knees. It's the last like... little bit before, yeah. Mary notices a white light surrounding Emily, noting that the potion worked. And the sisters then walked up to Emily and they kind of like walk up like in sync. Yeah, they do everything in sync. The way the. The choreography is there throughout the whole thing because Kenny Ortega, he does a lot of musicals to begin with. So everything is choreographed to a T. You know, they all do things together at the same time and it's great. So they do that whole like they're stepping on the same foot, huddled together. You can't see what I'm doing. I can't describe it. (laughs) But they, they walk, everything's in sync. Yes. Together, they begin sucking the life from Emily. And after a few sucks, the sisters turn around and reveal. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna let it hang. I'm not gonna do anything. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> so after after a few sucks of Emily's life, is that does that because like how do how do I you sucks is just very funny and very no there is no other way to explain it that's yeah. the thing um it's just the the two words together is so funny. <laughs> The sisters turn around and reveal their younger selves. And then it goes by Sarah. She's like, oh my god, I feel so youthful. And Mary's like, oh my god, we're young. And then uh, Winnie turns around with a mirror and she says, well, younger. Uh (laughs) Winnie knows that they can gather more youth from other children in town. But Binks argues that there is not enough children to make the witches any younger. Yeah. Then they turn to Binks and wonder what they should do with him. Winnie mentions that they should that he should not die, but rather live forever in guilt. And they just turn him into a black cat before Binks's father. In the bones and then the back. Make his fur black as black, just like this. And then he's like, ah, rah, like making like, yep. <laughs> and then he becomes a cat. And then he's a cat. Just then, Binks' father and the elders arrive and they're like pounding at the door, being like, open the door, like let us in. And though Winnie argues that they don't do any Which evil Which is witchery, kindly old spinster women. <laughs> we're, we're not doing anything. <laughs> as she's like trying to calm down the people outside, Sarah blurts out that they suck the life out of children, <laughs> causing the three of them to be sentenced to hang. And before they are executed, Binks's father orders Winnie to tell him where Thackeray is, but she notes, cat's got my tongue. <laughs> Which is funny because he's a cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a knee slapper. The sisters then begin to sing, causing the villagers to cover be their ordered ears. to cover their ears. And Binks's friend, who is holding the book, drops it, causing the book to open and reveal a spell for Winnie. Then Winnie argues that they will be back when a virgin awakens them on Halloween. And it was very potent that it had to be a virgin. Couldn't be a semi-virgin. Mm-hmm. Couldn't be a non-virgin. It had to be a virgin. Yep, that means not one iota of sexual activity. Not even second base. Not even not even first base. Had to be complete. Virgin. Shred- well, I don't know. Edge. I don't know how virginy, but definitely not anything in any hole. Uh, yes, if you will. I hate saying hole, but. I don't have another word right now. We're going to let that sink in. Yeah, we're just going to let it sit there. <laughs> Much like they suck. <laughs> A few sucks later. Uh, 
Thackeray's father orders someone to ex execute them and the women are hung. Then a black cat comes up to the father and kind of goes in between his legs, but the father orders the cat to get away. Away! Away, beast! <laughs> it's a cat. It's not a... I mean, it's tiny. <laughs> Is there I don't know. I mean... I think it was just the actor because, like, his performance, like, it could, you could tell that, like, this guy, like, he was, like, ready he to do this. He was the guy. Yeah, he was the guy. <laughs> and then it cuts to 1993, where a teacher finishes up the folklore, noting that on Halloween night, a black cat still haunts the Sanderson's cottage to this day. Uh, warding off anyone from waking up the sisters and then it cuts to max who feels the story is dumb and a conspiracy wink wink no no allison steps in and argues that halloween was invented by all hallows eves where the dead can visit the earth but max who is kind of like a newbie in town, he just moved in from California, gets up and then offers her his number before the bell rings. I mean, the confidence on this kid. I wish I had his confidence. He's <laughs> just like this cocky little shit. And he's just like, here's my fucking number, baby. And you're just like, oh, damn, look at you into your tie-dye shirt. With, like, the 90s, like, yeah, hair. Yeah, that, like, where parts the Sean, the Sean Wetz's yeah. face from, uh, from, from Boy Meets World. Yes. That haircut. Or, like, the Chandler. He was also yeah, digging it, too. Chandler and mm -hmm. Joey both had it, too. Yeah. Yes. But, yeah, like, he was very confident. And then the bell rings. And then some guy, which you would think it would be the boyfriend, isn't. He's just some random just guy. Just random guy. Who actually looks more Californian than Max, to be quite honest. Yeah. <laughs> he tells him that there's, like, no chance at getting Allison. Yeah. After school, Max catches up to Allison, who assures that he doesn't believe in folklore and thinks the town is okay. And Allison then gives him a slip of paper, thinking that it's her phone number, only to reveal it's the same note yeah. uh, with Max's number. <laughs> not that the co the cocky confidence did not actually pay off. Mm -mm. No. And then he rides his bike through town to a cemetery where he encounters Jay and Ice. These two assholes. Oh, yes. God. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. <laughs> Though he doesn't have any smokes of cash. Again, this was in the 90s, so smokes was like cigarettes. Smokes was cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, K-O-O-L cool. Yeah, With cool. a camel. Yeah. The two take his new nike shoes which aren't even jordans like they're just like they're regular just nike like a shoes. pair of fucking shoes they're like fine yeah we'll accept this we we don't like the tie dye though but we will accept we'll accept these nikes yeah. <laughs> he arrives at home and argues to his parents that they shouldn't have moved to salem yeah. from california he's a real bitch baby about it but also, he yeah. just got his shoes stolen, so, like, I get it. The parents notice that his shoes are missing, to which the father notes that it must have been some form of protest. Yeah, the mom's <laughs> like, did he have no shoes on? <laughs> These parents are fucked, man. They really just... 
they f they 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 got an f that night. Yes. In the parenting game, you can't win every day, but they really failed. Not sure what the average is, but yeah. Today it was an f. Today that that Halloween day it was an f. Max enters his big ass room with it's a, a staircase. Giant room. Big ass room. Yes. <laughs> it's got like a little like upper floor. Yeah, he's got it's like a little loft. So, like, yeah. that's, like, where his bed and shit is. And then he's got, like, a drum set. He's got a drum he's a set. Cool not a lot of, not a lot of, not a lot of teenagers can have that. No. It's like a drum set. Yeah. He falls onto his bed. And then he starts thinking about Allison, which, okay, I'm not sure how long he has known Allison at this point. It seems like a day. Yes. Um, <laughs> and he's just, like basically about to start jerking off to her and you're like jesus this is a pg movie let's let's rein it in yeah it's like push the silk pillow away from me yeah. please for one second you gotta like... tighten it up dude she gave you your note back you should be a little dejected by it if anything but he said no no i've got my fantasies <laughs> it's like yes i do love hillary swank this entire time <laughs> As he thinks about Allison, Danny, his younger sister, pops out of the closet, which I'm really glad that he wasn't starting to jerk off because that yeah. would have probably well, scarred again, her. PG movie. <laughs> yeah, PG movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so obviously that wasn't going to happen, but it was just, it's just a weird moment. Like, I can't say I know a single dude that would have just hugged a pillow and started moaning <laughs> somebody's name without you know doing doing wanking. something doing doing a particular thing doing that... a little something down in the crotchal area yes and uh yeah so this little fucking eight-year-old pops out of this closet and you're just like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> she's eight years old dude you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta do dummy checks if you've got an eight-year-old in your house <laughs> I'm just like, they can be any... I got four nieces and nephews. I'm worried about each of them. <laughs> Danny orders him uh, to take her out trick-or-treating because their parents are going uh, to the town hall to party. Which, like, I don't know. Isn't it a bit weird that they all... Like, all the parents go to this town hall to party? Like, I think some small towns do, like, have, like, okay. annual bashes. So I think that they're trying to portray Salem as, like, the, a small town. Rather mm. than like, I think it's, is it quite large? I don't know. I've never been there. Um, oh, I, I, I don't know. I think they're it's definitely a... portraying it like it's like a like it's like a Stars Hollow type of town. Yeah, Gold, like a Gilmore Girls type of town. Okay, okay. Type of type of thing. So like, yeah, like there's like events in in those smaller towns where yeah, like adults will go and the kids like do their own thing too. Got it. Got it. Because like my neighborhood growing up kind of acted like a small town where like we would like have events and all the adults would do something and the kids would do something else like it mm -hmm. just in the neighborhood not like in the city or the town or anything but like because i lived in like a suburbia and so like we had separate like neighborhoods and so i get it okay i don't think it's off or at least okay, like cool. how they're trying to portray that the how like that particular 1993 salem reluctantly he takes her to trick-or-treating and during the trip, the two encounter Jay and Ice. And I also forgot to mention that Ice, in case if you forget what his name is, it's in the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, it's buzzed in the back of his head. <laughs> like, it's like in his, like, it's in his hair. It says Ice. 
Because, like, yes. at first, Jane introduces him by his real name, and I can't remember what that is right now. Let's say it's, like, I Gerald think... or something. So he's no, like, I th- I think it was Ethan. Yeah, he's like, yeah. I'm a, I'm Jay. This is Ethan. He's like, it's not my name now. My name's Ice. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm Jay. This is Ice. And then Ice, like, turns around and points at his head. Like, a very 90s thing to do. But, yeah, so they're, like, they're there after Danny, like, goes to a house, and they're, like, they're, like, telling all these kids, you gotta pay the candy toll, like, being just general hooligan. Hooligan mm-hmm. roughhousings. And uh, Danny, she's she's a little firecracker, Danny. She's, like, she's, like, buzz off, morons. <laughs> <laughs> she's, like, I got a big brother. <laughs> It's like, he's in Little League. Yeah, he's a Little Leaguer. <laughs> Despite Danny trying to, like, you know, stand up for the two of them, Max just gives the two his candy before they leave. And as they go into the next stores to get more candy, Max then argues to Danny uh, that she embarrassed him causing her to run to this perfectly made patch of hay for her to fall and cry on yeah yeah it was definitely there it was made you that person's house they made they put that hay there with the intent that someone was going to have a tantrum and need to have a lie down i mean Mm -hmm. if i had a house i would do that i'd I'd even put a sign that says tantrum tantrum hay (laughs) Do you need a moment? Take it. <laughs> After she's like crying and everything, he apologizes, arguing that he just misses LA. And after they make up, they walk up to a rich house and they do confirm like, oh yeah, this is like rich people's house. Yeah, it's a giant fuck. It's like a mini mansion. It's fucking huge. Yes. The door is, like, unlocked, so they, they go in, and they see candy, and while they're getting candy... Full bars, too. Mm-hmm. Isn't it full, full bars? Full bar. Yeah. Yes, full bars. With, like, big lollipops. That's how you big, know they're like, rich. Full bars. Mm-hmm. As, like, they're gathering candy, Allison appears on top of the stairs, and she she offers them apple cider, which I definitely pointed out that she only gave it to Max and never to Danny. So you well, Danny, know, Danny didn't want it. Oh, I thought she wanted it. No, she offered because like because as they're going in or as they like are walking up to the house, Danny's like, "This is probably one of those places that has like apple cider and I'll make you buy or, like that'll have cider and make you bob for apples." And then uh. and then yeah, she offers it to Danny. Because uh, I, when I was listening to it this morning, because I don't need to watch it anymore, I like I remember I remember that line, and I was because like it's like I don't know I forget I think she like might kind of semi gesture, and then Danny's like, nah, <laughs> I'm here for the fucking candy, mate. As they talk, Allison mentions that she knows a lot about the Sanderson sisters. This is brought up because Danny is wearing a witch's outfit, mm-hmm. and so that's how it they get led to up to that. Mm-hmm. And uh, she reveals that she had a relative who actually ran the museum. Yeah. That is now abandoned. Because a lot of spooky things have been happening there. <laughs> so she offers them to take them there, to which Mac accepts. But Danny doesn't want to and just wants to go home. Max asks her to stay, promising that he will dress up for the next Halloween 
trick-or-treating. Once they enter the cottage, they look through and Max spots the black flame candle. Mm -hmm. And he asks them if they should light it, but Allison and Danny ordered him not to. Because they're, they, they, they believe. You know, yeah. and he's like, he's like, no, it's invented by the candy company. I'm from LA. Like, kind of a guy. I like tie-dye. <laughs> Solid conspiracy theory. Conspiracies, <laughs> man. And so he's like, let's fucking light it. And it's like, bro, <laughs> just know. Just, like, respect it. Yeah. But he doesn't. He doesn't. And so, as he's about to light it, a cat tries to stop him, but it's no use. And Max ends up lighting the candle. And then this is when it gets really, like, scary, you mm-hmm. know, for them. Light bulbs pop. Shit shit starts creaking and crackling. Mm-hmm. They, they, they jump each time. They're yes. like, what's happening? And then it kind of simmers. And then they're like, what was that? And then Danny's like, a virgin lit the candle. <laughs> She's eight years old. Does she know what a virgin is? Um, I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> I hope uh, not. <laughs> and, then, and, and, then, and then shit starts happening again. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to yeah. simmer it down so you can make the joke. Yes. You know, and then the shit happens again. All the light bulbs that were... Uh, blown out were then replaced by candles yeah they they were those they were those dumb 1990s like made to look like a candle Mm -hmm. but it's actually a little a little globe a little sorry a little light bulb yes i'm in the industry like a (laughs) call it a globe uh that looks like a little flamey thing you know they they so then they're replaced with actual little fires yes and then we hear a laugh, and then the door flungs open. Sure does. Reveals that the witches are back. Yep. And then they even mentions like, "Oh, a virgin, like, yeah, <laughs> virgin awoke us." Who, who must we think for lighting this yeah. candle? As when he wakes up, the book that's kind of in this like case, it's like a glass uh, case, and she's like, "Wakey, wakey, wakey, wakey." <laughs> Mary notes that she could smell children, and as like they smell, kind of look around, they then find Danny and tries to cook her for dinner, but mm-hmm. Max stops them. Yeah, and well, Danny like they they're like zeroing in on her, and so she like pops out, and she's in her little witch costume, and so mm-hmm. she's like, "Welcome, sisters!" Like trying to play the. She's a smart little eight year old. She's a, she's a smart little cookie. Uh, and so she's like trying to play it off like she lit the candle and like she's very she's kind of a little hero honestly and like, yeah. she's like trying to like make it so like they don't know that Max and uh, what's her ass are there what's her name uh, Allison. Allison Allison oh Allison and um, <laughs> she's like she's doing her best but then you know shit starts to get real and so that's when Big Brother decides to maybe not let his sister be in yeah. charge of the situation <laughs> Winnie then tries to electrocute Max, but Allison and Danny uh, and the black cat tried to stop them. They kind of like do their own way of distraction with Allison hitting, I think, Mary with the broom. Yeah. And then a pot. And then the black cat, I believe, distracts one of the other sisters. And then Danny (laughs) hits 
uh, Wendy with like her bag, bag of, of candy. Goody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Max then goes up to the loft and acts, activates the sprinklers, thinking that it's kind of like the Wizard of Oz witches. Where... Yeah. Well, like, because he has a lighter. And uh, so he like lights the th- like like lights the like he's like gonna light the sprinkler thing, but so like he like strikes the and then like he makes fire with his hands. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. He, like he's like he's like it's like it's acid rain or something. Like he says something weird, and they like you know they believe him because they know that they're in 1993 and shit's happened in 300 years. Like they're not you know they're taking everything at face value, but they also know that they need to learn this new world which is like at least they're smart enough to know that to understand that things are different Mm -hmm. uh so it causes the sisters to run for cover and the black cat uh then goes up to max and orders him to get the book and then max is like wait you can talk and it's like yeah like yeah fucking just like grab the fucking book and let's go yeah verbatim he said fucking virgin it's called like (laughs) a fucking fuck (laughs) You fucking virgin, you idiot. You non-fuck. Come on. So once the sisters notice that the sprinklers are just dispersing water. Tis water! Is uh, most refreshing, Woody. <laughs> they go outside to follow the children, but first they freak out about the kind of road yeah, that they see. The road. The road for- it's a black river. <laughs> Maybe, maybe we, they like push Sarah out, and she's like, she she does the scream that I cannot emulate because my voice is not that high. Oh yeah, it's like a high. It's a high pitched, but not like girly scream. Just, uh, it's just SJP screaming, and then like yeah, and then she like looks because she's not sinking, and she's like, tis firm. <laughs> And she, like, dances around, and then the other two, like, stand on it, too, and then, like, Winnie's like, it's a road! And it's, like, Winnie just, like, for some reason understands, like, she just, like, knows words that she shouldn't know. Well, I mean, didn't they have roads, like... Well, I guess, but, I mean, like, later, I mean, maybe she's, like, hearing things and understanding throughout the night, but, like, later she's, like... Uh, we'll get to it, but she says driver's permit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, she knows what that is. And I'm like, excuse me, ma'am. You didn't even know what a car was. Or a road. Until you called it a ro- I mean, like, yeah. But it's... Anyways. Yeah. Tis a road! Yeah, and then this is, like, the part where they kind of walk and sing. They're like... Yeah, they do the they do the same foot, and they do the the... All of their bodies are going back and forth. It's, you know, one of those choreographed bits. Yeah. But then they freak out when a fire truck arrives. They don't know what the fuck. I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's like, what the fuck is that? So they hide behind a bush, right? Yeah. Because it's just this big metal box on wheels. And they're like, what in the fucking hell? Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, Binks takes them to the cemetery, arguing that the witches can't enter the area. And he explains that they need to stop the witches from gain, gaining youth tonight. Uh, because if they don't gain youth, then they kind of burst into flames type of thing. Yeah, they're not going to make it till tomorrow. So after the firefighters leave, Winnie notes that they have until sunrise to gather the life potion. Or else it'll turn to dust. And then uh, Mary thought she meant toast. <laughs> like... <laughs> And then when he says dust, 
toast pudding <laughs> she got like a little frustrated after like the whole toast dust toast pudding, pudding. <laughs> is it sarah that says pudding or is it mary that says pudding? no it was no it was winnie, it was, that winnie? Said okay, it was winnie okay yeah, she notes that they need to get the book in order to make the light potion because they don't know the exact ingredients right. of the potion. Yeah, she's like, is this what she's like, dead man's chungs? Or is that later? No, that was That's a little later. later. Okay. Yeah. Back at the cemetery, the witches catch up to the children and try to get the book. And because they can't land on the cemetery. They can't touch sacred ground. Yeah. They kind of like fly above. And they do they they have their brooms, right? Yes, they right now they have their they have their, their brooms. brooms. Mhm. They try to get the book and because of the whole like sacred land, Winnie then awakens one of the lovers, yeah. Billy Butcherson. Yeah, she found a loophole. Yeah, yes. she's like, uh, let's see, cover thine eyes, twist thy fingers towards the skies. And I don't remember the rest of it, but it's, I mean, I know it when she's do like, I can talk with her, but I can't do it here right now. Uh, yeah. But she awakens, she awakens Billy, <laughs> sweet Billy. And she orders him to catch them. And it's kind of like that whole comedic thing where he wakes up and then he turns to the kids and then they just all scream. Yeah. And then and run then away. He kinda, thing. Now his lips are sewn shut because... Uh, I believe Binks, like, explains, or he's gonna explain right after, isn't he? Who that guy was. I think, like, he explained, like, in the uh, underground, but I didn't put it in. But basically, he was in, like, in a relationship with Winnie? Yeah, so, 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 yeah, so they were lovers, to our knowledge. But then he started, you know, boinking Sarah, uh, because, well, obviously... And, uh, so, so Winnie, like, Winnie was pissed, and she was like, you know what, I'ma kill you, so she does, and she sews his, his mouth shut so that he can't tell anybody anything in the afterlife, uh, or something, Thackeray explains, he says something about, like, so that way he can't, like, or maybe he can't kiss anybody either in the after. Basically, she made him hers, and what she says about him is is it like he can't he can't he can't really defend himself he can't he can't talk about anything and nothing with the mouth is allowed basically no. after they kind of like run through the cemetery, there's another comedic thing where like Billy is standing on one side of this tree, and Max is standing on the other side, and then Max had enough time to pull the branch and then release it only to hit Billy in the head. Billy's, yeah. yeah. And I'll let you take it. His head falls off and then he's kind of like looking for it. I know Winnie was like, you fool! <laughs> no, do you want to continue it? Yeah, no, it, no, keep going, it's fine. Okay. It's just so funny because he's like looking for it and then he finds it, and then he kind of, like, does a little thing, and then he's just, like... <laughs> yeah, he's basically got to screw the thing back on. Mm-hmm. Winnie orders him to, like, keep looking for them and keep, find, like, 
keep searching. While that's happening, Binks takes the kids underground. While that's happening, the witches wait outside and then Mary notes to Winnie that maybe they should like remain calm. They should do about- a calming circle. <laughs> yeah. And then Winnie immediately turned around and was like, I am calm. Yeah. Classic <laughs> like, line. Are are you are you calm? Thou art being honest with thyself, are we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then they do this they chant. Get, they get together and they go, breathe. And then they do their, breathe. And then they do their their little thing. And once they do their chant, like a bus immediately arrives. And it, it's so funny because you could tell that the bus driver is like, oh, cool, three ladies. Yep, he's into it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just so funny because, like, what they're saying like it doesn't really correlate with what he thinks that there's yeah they like mean. so like so he pulls up right and he like opens his door and he's like bapo bapo i'm in trouble <laughs> and the- <laughs> <laughs> he does <laughs> no it's just funny to hear it again <laughs> i don't know what babo babo means but damn Babo, babo, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and then they're like, what is this? And he's like, a bus. No, he's like, I call it a bus. Because he's got like, he's got like dip or something in his mouth. And yeah. uh, and he spits it out like that's attractive. And uh, which, it, I mean, in my opinion, it is not. Um, I mean, this was like the 90s. It was, it was the still 90s. Like- but another cocky dude, you know? And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then, uh, then they're like, what does this bus do? And he's like, it takes you to wherever you want to go. And then they're like, <laughs> they're like, we're looking for children. And then he's like, well, it might take me a couple tries, but <laughs> I think at the end we can make it work. And I'm like, this dude is willing to procreate <laughs> the tribe of Three women? <laughs> Like, good for you, man. It's not what they mean, but, uh, shit. Because he was like, oh, yeah, like, I could, I could do it. Then they think that, oh, okay, he could help them look for the children. Yeah, so they get on, and then SJP, like, sits in his lap, and she gets to start driving and shit. And then the other two, Mary and Winnie, are, like, planning or whatever. Yeah, (laughs) they're in the back. (laughs) So when the children tried to climb up to the surface... This is kind of like when the bus is arriving. Yeah. So they're in this manhole cover and then they open it, but then they see the bus. So then they immediately had to let go. But Thackeray is out. And he gets run over. But Danny thought that, oh, like, oh my God, like he's dead. But then because Thackeray is cursed, he is immortal basically yeah so he recovers with ease yeah and i mean thora birch i mean good for her child actors man she uh she full-on cries and you're like man i'm crying too shit but it's also like at the same time if we give it just one more second of thought the dude's been alive for 300 years do we honestly think he's roadkill no. no fucking way so mary orders the bus driver to stop because she could sense and smell that children, children are around i smell children so she's like stop the bus 
yes. Yeah. And then they all get off. Uh, they all get off. And they start, and Mary, you know, releases the inner hound, and she's, like, sniffing all over people. And she's like, she's like, Mary, I don't understand. I smell children, but, but I don't see them. Because <laughs> all these kids are in costume. And so yeah. they're just, they don't think that they're children. They think that they're just, like, these little creatures that happen to exist and are walking around all together. Like, it's a thing. While that's happening, one of the children who's, like, playing this angel uh, says, bless you. And they freak out. Yeah, they're, they're like, like ah! <laughs> I think, like, they ask, like, their kind of, like, almost, like, spiritual leader. I don't think it's God. I think it's someone else. They're like, Satan. oh, like, give us a sign. And they discover that there's this, like, old man dressed up as, like, the devil devil with boxer shorts. (laughs) Yeah. And now enter Penny and Gary. Well, Gary first. Yes. So, thinking that he is the devil, they're like, oh, my God. Like, you know, they're like, oh, my God, we love you, sir. And he's just like, oh, you're the Sanderson sisters. I can't do a Gary Marshall, but he's like, you're the Sanderson sisters. I haven't seen you for centuries. And they're just like, yes, I guess it has been a while. <laughs> like, and he's like, come on, come on, come on in. He's like, oh, I'll take you to the non-smoking section or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Once like, he brings them inside, uh, he goes to his wife. Who's played by Penny Marshall. Now, to be clear... Gary Marshall and Penny Marshall are brother and sister. Yes. IRL. And Just... both RIP semi-recently. Yes. Um, so I don't understand the casting. I don't understand why they couldn't have just been brother and sister also. Yeah. I don't know why they had to play husband and wife. It is something that has always made me go, huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, both in my brain and outside every time I'm like, I don't like it. Yeah. Don't know why they agreed to it. Don't know why everybody was just like, this makes sense. I genuinely wonder if the person casting them thought that they were in fact husband and wife and not brother and sister. Oh my uh, God. Because, you know, there are a few like dummies in, in, in the business. Yeah. Uh, not for mm-hmm. just cause they just don't know. Uh, yeah. and what they don't know, they don't know, but just, uh, just why? Then again, could anybody else have done it any better? And I think the answer is no. No. I think they needed them to... They needed that camaraderie. Yeah. But it also just, like, they could not... They could have just, like, been brother and sister that lived together. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I would have fought that any day of the week. So anyways, that's my... That's my huh moment. While he is talking to his wife... Mary is like, oh, like he's talking to the Medusa lady. Yeah, because <laughs> like she's she got curlers kinda, in her hair. Yeah, she's got curlers. So they think that it's Medusa, and they kind of get scared because they think that she's going to turn them into stone. But yeah, that's not the case. Once like they're like, okay, like hi, you know, yeah. and everything. She, I guess she goes upstairs. Yeah, she's and like, then she she she's like she's like, come on, Ralph is the dog. She's like, come on, Ralph. And Ralph, by the way, is in a little costume with little devil wings, and it's really cute. And Ralph is like this little tiny little thing. This is Kathina Jimmy's dog, which I love knowing that fact. Um, I don't know what he is. A Yorkie? It's it's a particular breed. It's yeah. like that breed from Best in Show, the one that won. He's a little like tiny that type one. Of terrier. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a cute little 
He, you know, like, he could, like, pull off a little man bun if he wanted. Like, he can grow long hair. Um, but, so they go upstairs for a bit. Reasons unknown. And, like, Winnie kind of just is, like, snooping. Kind of, like, looking around. Uh, Sarah's just, like, following Gary Marshall. Which, yeah. like, fair. And then Najimi, <laughs> Najimi finds the remote for the TV. <laughs> And she's like clicking through and like, 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 I think there's like a football game or something on and she's like, oh, oh, oh. And like, and then she like clicks again. And then so like she's discovered that like it, it like it like shit happened. And then like at one point, it's just like a commercial for like one of those like help your baby get on their feet, like little device things where it's like it's almost like a little inner tube for a baby in the 90s. Um, except it's on wheels and it's like, it's like, so, so like they're, they're strapped into this little device and there's like wheels and like a barrier all around them and they can kind of like start to get mobile. And so this thing, this little child is just like running and there's like some like cartoon music in the background and then Sarah, (laughs) and then, then Mary goes, (laughs) it's the funniest shit in the world i love that scream i try to emulate it all the time (laughs) once that is all happening i think like a few minutes pass by and uh the wife comes downstairs only to find that her husband and sarah are dancing together in like a very slow dance almost yeah yeah very like sarah sjp's head is like on his shoulder and etc yeah this is when the wife is like okay you guys need to leave like here's your candy bar here's your heath bar or whatever it was and i guess it was because she said something bad about her husband that Winnie was like, how dare you, like, talk down yeah, about him. Yeah, was... like, Winnie's like, you can't do... And then Sarah's like, ooh, one must not talk to Master in that tone of voice. And then she's just like, oh, yeah? Ralph? Sick him! And then, like, the little tiny dog chases all three of them out of the, of the house. And when they get back outside they realize that their brooms that they left behind are gone Uh not knowing three little girls that kind of look like them they were like dressed like them yeah they were dressed like them it just took them like oh cool free free brooms cool neat brooms like who just takes a broom from somebody's like decor these little apparently little shits apparently three children from Salem, Three little shit. Massachusetts. Yep. Yes. While that's happening, the Allison, Danny, Max, and Binks, but then he's not talking at this point, uh, run up to this guy who they think is a motorcycle cop mm-hmm. and report that the Sandersons are back. And because, like, uh, they were talking about how, yes, Max is a virgin. Again, they had to reiterate that he's a virgin. They do and... it a lot. I mean, it's really hammered in throughout this story. Max yeah. is an virgin. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I said an intentionally. I'm an English major. I know what I can say and can't. Because the motorcycle cop, like, he feels that they are pulling a prank and orders them to leave. However, a woman arrives, which reveals that the guy wasn't playing a cop to begin with. Yeah. He was just dressing up He's as just one. dressed like a cop. <laughs> which I was pretty surprised. Like, I'm like, yeah, I don't think 
I think like the motorcycle is just too similar to like a police cop that I'm surprised that it was being sold. Well, the costume was pretty yeah, authentic the cost- looking too. It didn't look fake. Yeah, but I meant his motorcycle. Yeah, like I was like, because because I know that for regular cop cars like they have to like there's like a requirement that they can't have the black and white Mm -hmm. uh color because Mm. you know for obvious reasons Mm -hmm. that's what i meant so yeah i'm picking up which uh, yeah so while that's happening the children then head to the party uh where their parents are attending and to also explain to them like what's happening however they don't believe them still and then when the sanderson sisters arrive max goes on stage and warns the parents that the witches are here to take their children away yeah he's like he's like guys the sanderson sisters died 300 years ago and then the black flame candle was was lit and now like they're back bro and everyone's like what the fuck is this guy Get this jerk off the stage. I'm trying to have a night away from my kids. Yeah. And it's like, here, here. Mm-hmm. We feel you. And then he points to the Sanders' sisters, which Winnie kind of takes this opportunity to sing. Thank you, spell Max, on you, for that marvelous introduction. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now you're mine. You can't stop the things I do. I ain't lying. <laughs> In 300 years, right down to the day, now the witch is back and there's hell to pay. <laughs> I put a spell on you. And now I can do the whole thing, but I won't. <laughs> yeah, please don't. It's for copyright. It's, a... <laughs> oh, it's a great scene, bro. No. Yeah. And, like, the best part is, like, the the Sarah and Mary then go and play background They sure do, uh, because singers. guess what? They can sing, too. Mm-hmm. And then the band is like, yeah, like, let's play this song. <laughs> And as a result, like all the parents are like, "Oh yeah, this is like cool." Like I don't know, they're I don't know into why this... it. And then like the kids yeah. are like, "Cover your ears!" They're trying to get everybody to cover their ears. Actually, Danny finds her mom a little late, and she's like, "Mom, who are you?" And her mom is dressed like Madonna with like the cone bra. Yes. Uh, and so she's like, "Madonna." Well, obviously. <laughs> You're just like, girl, you came to play tonight. <laughs> so they're like trying to get them to cover their ears. And the parents are like, what the fuck? It's just it's a great. Good job, Max. Good for, you know, like, like being a part of something. And then it's just like, why would your son be a part of this, bro? Like, think, just think. There's a lot of yeah. not thinking happening in this. While that's happening, like they're getting hypnotized. Uh, by while the, listening by to the, the song. song. Yeah. Billy arrives and chases the children out of the town hall and they hide in like a alley until like the witches leave and like kind of like right after they leave Allison accidentally opens an abandoned oven. Yeah, she's like just... trying to stand up and it's like yeah. an oven that's just like maybe it caught on fire like a disc broke. It's real broke. Yeah. And so she's trying to stand up behind said oven and like she her hand like hit the was she was like holding on to like the door the 
the handle of the door and then it like fell down and then she's like oh i got an idea so they lure the witches into the school yep and they kind of lure them into uh the pottery class area where they trap them in this pottery of the kiln yes and (laughs) the pottery and then yeah the pottery oven (laughs) when they're locked up so like max is on like the loudspeaker he's on like the announcement speaker thing and he's like welcome to high school hell and he does like this whole shtick and then they get them to get to the oven by i think they recorded themselves right like on a tape player they were playing the front like kind of like an French language learning okay. tape recorder. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. I can't. I can't. For, I mean, I even watched it this morning. Well, I listened to it this morning. I knew that the, they. It's like like uh, like uh, where like bibliotech and like stuff <laughs> like that. And uh, so like they're hearing these voices, and then they go into it, and then the the girls like slam the door shut and lock it and turn it on. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is that Winnie is like. <laughs> Like yeah. she's like she's blowing like trying to the, blow flame. the fire out. <laughs> she's like, oh, it's hot, hot it's hot, hot flame, hot, 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 hot. hot. <laughs> so thinking that they killed the witches, uh, the children celebrate. They do cartwheels, and though Binks uh, wants to go home, meaning sixteen ninety three home. Max notes that he is a, den- a denizen now and should yeah. just be their pet cat. Yeah. Uh, so they head over to Max's house where they take a nap. Because and... it's like three in the morning, to yes, be clear. It's like three, it's late as shit at night. Meanwhile, the, the witches survived the kiln and Mary's nose takes him to Jay and Ice over Max's shoes hey, that like, Ice is wearing. So, like, it's. So, so their, like, souls or something, like, went up into the sky with the smokestack of the kiln, and then it gets sucked back in, and then they, like, the door, they throw the door open somehow, I'm assuming just by their magic, and, like, they kind of all have, like, ashen shit on their face, and then Bet's like, hello, where is the library? And then she says... Like whatever it is in La Bibliothèque, <laughs> and like, and it's just—it's such a good. Uh, I love Bet in this movie. After that happens, Mary's nose picks up the scent of Max, yeah. and finds Jay and Ice, who had Max's shoes. Yeah, and Ice is wearing his shoes. Yeah, so they take them back to their cottage. And they try to remember the ingredients of the potion, but Winnie argues that she needs her book. Yeah. And she tries to call the book, uh, causing it to wake up next to Allison yeah. and, and Max. And she's like, she's like, oh, what is it? It's it's Dead Man's Nose. And like Mary's like, Dead Man's Nose, Dead Man's Nose. <laughs> and then Sarah's just like, you know, swinging on a beam as she does. She's just there for the party honestly and she's like dead man's toes because like she that's what she remembers screaming and they're like oh sarah will you shut up (laughs) even though she said the right fucking ingredient and then she's like maybe it was chungs and then mary's like does a person have chungs (laughs) (laughs) she's like oh i need my book 
And then so she calls out for Book. And she's like, Book, come home to mommy. Yeah, it causes Max and Allison to then wake up too, finding out that it's 5 a.m. and Allison should, you know, She's head like, over fuck, I gotta to get house. home. Yeah. It's 5 a.m. Uh, My parents will kill Dude, you're past dead, bro. What are you talking about? They will kill you. You're already in the ground. I mean, yes. if you were my dad. <laughs> if I was you and you were my dad and he was my dad or whatever. Whatever. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Allison uh, gets her to, to leave the spots when they were ta- talking about trying to help Binks. So, thinking that the book has a potion, they then open the book, and this causes, like, the beacon to shoot up into the sky. And as Winnie is kind of, like, on her deathbed, she's like, oh, the, you know, my my life is over. My, my day is done. It's gone. It's gone. The world is gone. So, bye Mary bye, takes... World. Mary takes her to uh, the window, and that's when Winnie spots the beacon, and she takes the last broom to Max's house uh, while Sarah takes the mop, and Mary <laughs> takes a vacuum, because <laughs> that's all that but there's left. And this is a 1990s vacuum, so it's one of those ones with a bag, and not like, yes. it's not like a Dyson or whatever, it's just like, no. it's a piece of shit, it's got a bag that you have to replace once it fills up. Yes, and it was a got shark. a cord on it, and it's really funny. <laughs> Though Allison and Max spots the spell to you know, allow Binks to go back to his lifetime, Binks shuts the book, arguing that the book is too dangerous, even if it's to help him. So knowing the ingredients that they need to get, Allison and Max head downstairs to get the salt, um, and then they kind of like talk a little bit, but then they're like, wait, like we should check on Danny and they go back upstairs on to find the witches with the book Binks in a bag and Danny while that's happening. They're like, oh, we got it. We're going to take your, we're going to take Danny's life. And then they just fly back to the cottage, damaging the house, uh, in the process and then they also like knock out Max um, in some way. Like, d- didn't they like electroshock him or something? And then I, he kind of rolls over. Yeah. His <laughs> yeah. Like she, like she, she zaps him, and he yeah. flies. So as uh, they fly, Sarah sings this song, the children's song, mm-hmm, that yeah. hypnotizes the children in town to walk towards the cottage. As the sisters try to force Danny to drink the potion, Max manages to arrive at the cottage after trying to slowly but surely driving around people. Yeah. <laughs> He stops them and mentions that they forgot about daylight savings yeah. time. Well, so, like, they're, like, they've, like, they, they've brewed the potion again, right? At this yes. point? Yeah, so they got the potion. They're trying to give it to Danny. Danny's, like, fuck off. And, uh, and then, like, Max comes in all, like, ready to save the day. And he's, like, you know, I've got something more powerful than you. Like, I've got something more powerful than magic and that's knowledge. And they're, like, and then, and then Winifred... Is like, oh yeah? He's like, and I know something that you don't. And she's like, oh yeah? And what is that, dude? And he's like, 
<laughs> He's like, daylight savings time. And then this light happens, and they're like, oh, fuck, the sun. <laughs> and so they all start, like, thinking that they're melting, and they fall on each other. <laughs> they, like, cry in pain yeah. as they fall to the ground. Yeah. And Max and Danny take Binks, who's kind of, like, in the bag over the fireplace. Yeah, they were, like, just, like, roasting him for fun. Literally mm-hmm. roasting him, not not comedically ro- roasting. Yeah, and, uh, like literal. Yeah, and so Thackeray's like hot, hot cat, hot cat, hot cat. So they get the thing, and then like they like run out, and and then Thora Birch is like, but I want to watch him turn to dust. And then they turn, and he's like, he's he's like Danny, and then Allison's like gesturing to the car, like let's go, let's fucking go. <laughs> She's like trying to whistle. She's like. Not a real, not a real whistle. Just like it's like a she's trying. It's a little like that, and instead of you know, and uh, I can whistle to be clear, and uh, and so and then she's like, so Thor Burgess then just like, oh shit, yeah, okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> so once Max, Danny, and Binks leave with Allison, like the lights kind of dim down and the witches are like wait they like, like kind of like touch it... themselves and they're like oh they tricked us again <laughs> despite the children arriving at the cottages the other children in town yeah. winnie wants to take care of danny to make sure that the post and because it's personal because now yeah now it's personal so then she just makes like a to-go package of the potion yeah they like put it in a vial well Mm because didn't he he knocked it over again too right he knocked the cauldron over just like thackeray did yes so there's enough there's enough for like one and so like they put it in a vial and uh yeah. So during the drive, Winnie tries to stop them while she's like flying, and this is kind of like the driver's. This is what permit. we were talking about before when she's like, "Pull over, let me see a driver's permit." <laughs> and you're like, "How do you know what a driver's permit is?" You when know, I in think, this night did you learn that? I think it might have been when she was talking to the bus driver. Oh, maybe, maybe she was like, "Oh, how do you how do you drive this? How, what's this happening? Here? Animal? What's going on? This creature? Yeah." <laughs> After a couple of tries, she kind of ends up flying off the road and lands in this bush. Yeah. The children make it to the cemetery, uh, but Billy stops Max while the rest head towards the area that they need to be. But instead of killing Max like Winnie wanted him to do, Billy takes uh, Max's knife and just cuts the mouth open, revealing like the moths, and then basically calling Winnie yeah. a, a wrench. He's like, a- he's like, you witch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he like, he goes, I can't remember the exact words, but he's like, you like, oh, damn it, I forgot. But he, he, he kind of growls at first and then it's like you buck tooth something something like piece, basically a piece of shit and it's fuck it but it's yeah. like it's like 1600s version of piece of shit and it's good mm-hmm. but he does yeah. he does say buck tooth and i think that's so funny yeah <laughs> and then she's like appalled yeah he's like you get back over here and he's like now and then just joins max with yeah. the rest of the children he's on the good side yeah uh so winnie manages to take hold of danny once they she catches up with the team 
and tries to force her to drink the potion, but Binks attacks her, making the potion fall into Max's hands. So Winnie uh, threatens to kill Danny if Max doesn't give her the potion. And Max so is like, release it. her or I'll smash it. And she's like, smash yeah. it and she dies. And then he's like, fuck, what a predict- what a predicament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he drinks the potion instead and takes place of yeah. Danny. He's like, now you don't have a choice. You have to take me. He's like really stepping into that big brother role. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so as the two struggle, Mary tries to help out, but uh, she kind of gets uh, like hold down by Alice yeah. and Danny. So and the vacuum Billy. cord, the vacuum cord has unraveled. And so, who'd you say is it? It's, it's Allison, right? Yeah, Allison, Billy, and Danny. Yeah, they're all they kind of hold. They're all holding the cord, so she like <laughs> she can't she can't go help Winnie, cause yeah, cause they've got the cord. It's a and it's then, a tug of war. <laughs> yeah, and then Sarah comes in to help pull Mary with her, but then the children just let go of the the cord and the two fly off yeah. and then while that's happening uh winning gets distracted and falls to the ground and yeah, she's, so like, she's okay. on sacred ground now mm-hmm. so she is like fine i'll take your life by myself oh have we and mentioned just... that they put danny in billy's grave they like they they put well okay before, oh yeah before she got her they, like, put Danny on Billy's grave and, like, surrounded her with salt. So, like, hopefully yeah. nothing would happen. But, you know, shit always happens. Yeah. Anyways, keep mm-hmm. going. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no worries. She then, like, picks Max up and tries to suck, like, more life out of him. But then she starts noticing that her feet are burning up. Yeah. And then she's like, huh. This is odd. She's, like, turning to stone. Yeah, but, like, it was mainly because, like, the sun is already up. This is when she turns it to stone. And then Sarah and Mary then explode. Yeah, like, <laughs> Based Sarah's on their like, color scheme. Yeah, Sarah's like, goodbye. And then she explodes into glitter. And then Kathy and Jimmy, like, sees it happen. And she's like, uh-oh, uh, bye-bye. <laughs> and then she explodes. <laughs> And then Winnie, like, to the very end, like, has Max. And she's, like, (laughs) she's, like, still trying to be young or some shit. And, uh, but she's turning into stone. And then her stone gets blown up. Yeah, after she, she's, like, calling for book, too. So she's, like, boo. And then, like, she's in stone. And then, and then it explodes. And then Max, like, wrangles himself from the statue before she explodes, though. And so his shirt's mm-hmm. all, you know, ripped, except he's not, like, a hunk. So it's just a ripped shirt. We don't, like... Also, he, he's a child. He's so a child. Not. He's a, Well, I meant, you know, like, for the teenagers at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that is true. That is true. That is it true. It was a PG I... movie. Um, yeah. But so he's... It's just, like, nah, his shirt's just fucked. And you can still see some of it dangling on her claws right before yeah. she explodes. Once the dust settles and morning is here danny and max make up and billy goes back to sleep yeah he like full-on just like does one big stretchy stretch and then just falls back (laughs) (laughs) just straight back into slumber danny checks on binks 
who has already left his body. Yep. And she's, like, crying because she's like, oh, my God, I thought we were going to have him forever. Again, bringing out the big guns and a child. Like, she's full on tearing up, and it's adorable. Yeah. Allison tries to explain, like, oh, like, you know, he's he's probably in a better life. But Danny is like, oh, no, I still wanted him. And then as she cries, Binks' spirit shows up, saying that he is free and thanks them for helping him out and also for Max to be not only a virgin but also light the black candle because that was really important. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, his sister, she's like, Thackeray, Thackeray Binks, what took you so long? I've been waiting. And he's like, I had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a candle. Yeah, that was just so funny. Like, this is a children's <laughs> But the other thing, too, is at the beginning of the movie, he states, I have been trying to not let this happen. I decided that yeah. this is what I was going to do with my life. So this could have ended a long time ago. But he was stopping people. That's true. Oh, well. I want to know what would happen if a non-virgin lit the candle. Would it just be a candle? Would it be Gary Marshall, like, coming out? out? Like, what would happen? (laughs) Once, like, we have, like, this kind of, like, very big ending, kind of like the boom, 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 you know, that type of music. And, you know, uh, Danny's happy for Binks, and then they... Binks and Emily just kind of like walk into the sunlight type of environment. During the credits, the parents leave the town hall tired from all the partying that they were hypnotized to do. And and I think even like the father was like, oh, wow, like this is this is very L.A. Like, yeah, he's like, I thought L.A. was a part of town. Yeah. And Jay and I still remain in their cages, kind of like singing for Row Your Boat. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing like they do the uh, what's that called? Like a train or whatever. Like when one of them starts one line and then the other one starts the next the, yeah. The line. So they're. Yeah, it's funny. As like they're singing, the book opens his eye, hinting that the women may come back. Wink, wink. Again, wink, wink. wink, wink. Dun, dun, nudge, nudge. And yeah, that's the end of the this film. Yep, gonna do another one. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what did you think about like the film? Oh, you know that I love this movie. It's again top five. It's one of my favorites. It's just silly and it's entertaining. <laughs> And that's all I really need in a movie. Um, it's been my favorite Halloween movie probably since I was four. Because it came out in 93. I was two at the time. So my mom probably didn't sit me in front of it until a little, a couple years later. But it's so, it's just so much fun. It's so cute. Casting, perfect. <laughs> You cannot do better than those three. The big three, you might call them. <laughs> it's so good. It's so well choreographed. Everything is just like to a T. And I mean, also you got a couple songs in it. So can't complain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, for me, I really like the film. I think it, it's funny because when I watched it as a kid, I thought it was like a really cool movie. But then now watching it again as an adult, I could pick up the all the little like snarky like 
humor. Yeah. And like the the adult innuendos. Humor. Yeah. The adult humor. They really they really do a good job of like making the same joke funny for different reasons for adults and children. Yes. Mm-hmm. I also like the ending, like the last line that Bing says. It's like, sorry, Emily, I had to wait 300 years for a, for a virgin, virgin to light the candle. To light a candle. Yeah. Classic. 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 That really sums up the whole movie. Yeah, basically. <laughs> had to wait 300 years for a virgin to light a fucking candle. Let's yeah. go. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I really like the design, too. And then I was really shocked about the prosthetics of, uh, in particular, Billy's prosthetics. Yeah. That that's good. I didn't know that, and that's wild. Also, yeah, just generally his prosthetics, but the moth thing—that's fucking wild. Yeah, his his prosthetics are great, and they do a really really good job of making them look old and gross, and then younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know the pros making sure that they're back in the same spot, you know, for those moments where they're going. Because again, we were talking like CGI wasn't they weren't going to use it at least if if it existed uh, at yeah. this time they didn't use it in this movie and uh or like good cgi yeah so you know the pros like being exactly where they need to be in that same shot in order to make it work like amazing mm-hmm. yeah i know in the bloody disgusting article if you look at that article it they do talk to the the visual and special effects guy that was in charge of the Billy character. Uh-huh. And he talked about, like, all the steps that they did, like, all the test shots that they did before they finalized the look. And it's really cool. It's, it's interesting how there's, there was so much to be done and have been made in order to make this film yeah and it, this is like a tv film yeah it didn't have a theatrical release right yeah it was a decom. no it didn't yeah it was a decom it was a decom but, before we even had the word for it yeah <laughs> but yeah i highly recommend it especially for people who just watch as a kid i think if you watch it again i think you'll still enjoy it yeah or if you watched it throughout your entire life like i did like you continue to love it i know that a lot of my kids are really excited for this is just like i mean it's kind of a plug for the next one we're gonna do the next one as well the one that for us we're we're recording this on october 1st um so it premiered last night i did watch it it was great but I have a lot of kids who love Ted Lasso, and we all watch it together. Um, and so they're stoked that Hannah Waddingham is in it, is in the second one, and uh, because she is, and uh, <laughs> and she looks good, by the way. Uh, but so like they haven't seen it. They it was not a movie that they grew up with, Hocus Pocus. So we're gonna do a yeah. double feature. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm stoked. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I am going to watch it. I mean, it. you're gonna. I mean, I, <laughs> I have to. the second one. I have to. <laughs> Just me, like, coming in next week, be like, yeah. yeah, like, this happened, and then this happened. I'll have watched it at least seven days, or seven times, because uh, okay. I'm probably going to want to, I'm probably going to watch it once a day, at least. Uh, it was, it's, okay, I, the, I'll save it. <laughs> I'll save it until we're done. Okay. <laughs> Well, on that note, yeah, I think 
that we are good to close this episode. But yeah, that is it. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at J-A-N-D-M underscore podcast. If you like this episode, you go please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to this episode or podcast. Thank you again for listening and also thank you Elise for coming back. Anytime. Do you have any plugins? I don't know if I you don't. wanted to. No. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> but yeah, thank you and hope you hear back from us or come back like in the next episode. But yeah. Bye. Bye.